Praise the Lord, saints. I'm Pastor Andre Matthews with my wife, Janet Matthews, of Truth Ministries out of Bolingbrook, Illinois. To learn everything about us, go to our website at www.truthministries.info. We are here at WCKG 1530 AM and 102.3 FM out of Elmhurst, Illinois, every Sunday, live, 830 to 9. Join us. Until then, enjoy the show. Needful to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Now we're going to go back to Matthew 24. Here's a warning, a prophecy from Jesus before he was crucified. Jesus warned the disciples in Matthew 24 and 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? They asked Jesus three questions. And the first question is profound that Jesus answers. Matthew 24 and 4, And Jesus answered, said unto them, Take heed, pay attention, that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Now, a lot of people would think this means that men would come along the way saying, I am the Christ. No, that's not what this means, because later on, he says, false Christ. Jesus is referring to Somebody in the church, in the future church, is going to teach that Jesus is the Christ. Now, in 1 John, John says, whoever says that Jesus is not the Christ is an antichrist. So Jesus is warning the people. There's going to come people that say Jesus is the Christ, but shall deceive many. Back to Acts 15. Acts 15 and 5, notice in Matthew 16 and 6, Jesus warns the disciples again of a prophecy. He says, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. They didn't understand it until Matthew 16 and 12. Then understood the disciples, Jesus said, was warning them, Beware of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Here, that doctrine is manifested in the churches. Right here, what you're witnessing. The title of our lesson is Christianity, the False Gospel Revealed. Here it is manifested in the church of Jesus Christ that adds the law of Moses to Jesus Christ. And that is known to us today as the Judeo-Christian doctrine. Leaven is old dough. Jesus told us the disciples, he said, you do not add a piece of old cloth with a new garment. You do not put old wine into new wineskins. New wine into old wineskins. New wine must go into new wineskins. That means you do not add the Old Testament with the New Testament. Why? 
What happens when people are in the church of Jesus Christ, but they're observing the law of Moses? What happens? What is the goal? Of, why is that? You would have to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Chapter 3 and verse 4. And such trust have we through Christ to God word. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who also made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter. The letter means the law. But the Spirit, not, excuse me, devil, let me go in the name of Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 3 and 6, who has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. You cannot combine the Old Testament of the law of Moses with Jesus Christ. Why? Because the Spirit of Christ, that's why Romans said, if you have not the Spirit of Christ, you're none of his. And as long as you observing the law of Moses, which is Christianity, you cannot get the Spirit of truth inside of you, thus being one of his, one of Christ. God knows us by his Spirit. If you have not the Spirit of Christ in you, you're none of his. The spirit of truth or spirit of Christ cannot dwell in an individual that is observing the law of Moses. When you were baptized in, as a born-again Christian, you were baptized into the law of Moses. Remember the two Gospels, the Gospel of Christ versus the Gospel about Christ by man. The Gospel is the key to the gate. That's why Jesus said, straight is the gate. Narrow is the way that leads to life. Few that be that finds it. But broad is the gate. Wide is the way that leads to destruction. Many go thereby. The two gospel leads you into, open the, the, the lock to the two gates. Either it's the gospel about Christ that leads you, that unlocks the gate into the broad and wide way of religions. Or either it's the gospel of Christ that unlocks the gate into the straight and narrow path. There's two of everything. Back to 15. And as long as if the enemy can get the apostles to accept this new gospel, Paul and Peter, that means the spirit of Christ has to leave the apostle Paul and Peter. And this is exactly what they do, they do in Acts 15. They accept this gospel. Let's go on. Acts 15 and 6. And the apostles and elders came together for to consider of this matter. Now, the enemy is the orchestrator of all of this. He gets all the church together because he uses the law of God against us to steal, kill, and destroy God's people. When God said in Genesis, he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the earth. So once the devil turns God's people 
who God made over the earth, dominion over the earth, once he turns the head, the tail will follow. And this is what we sing here. Satan turned Noah, who was the head of the three sons, and he took over the tail of the three sons. Once he turns the head into iniquity, which Noah was turned into iniquity by being a drunkard, the devil had access to the three sons and the descendants of the three sons. Once Satan turned Moses in that wilderness, he had access to the children of Israel. Once he, the devil turns the apostles into iniquity, he has access to both churches, Jew and Gentile churches, to turn the whole church into iniquity by another gospel. Acts 15 and 7, And when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago God made choice among us, that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel, not gospels, the word of the gospel and believe. And God which knoweth the hearts bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost even as he did unto us. Now remember we told you world in Greek means cosmos. Cosmos defined is order. The synonym of order is a sequence. Everything that is made has a sequence of events that bring about a, a, a specific order, a, a motive. For example, to start your motor on a car, you need a key. But yet, you don't need a key to start the motor. You can hardwire it. That's Satan's way. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. The original order of starting a motor it's using a key. That's God's way. But yet a thief can come in and bypass the key, break down the steering column, and hotwire your car to get it running. Two of everything in salvation. The same thing is with salvation. There is a sequence of events that must happen in order for us to be saved. That means there are two gates that are two keys Two ways, one way that leads into the straight and narrow path that leads to life, and then another gate that uses a key which is symbolic of the gospel that leads you in the broad and wide way of religions. Acts 15, Acts 15 and 9, and put no difference between us and them purifying their hearts by faith. This is Peter. God put Peter in charge of the first church. But Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So God's perfect order is in order at the church at Pentecost. The day of Pentecost, that's God's divine order of his church today. You can see Peter is in his rightful place all the way from Acts chapter 2 to Acts chapter 6. When Acts chapter 6, when Peter, uh, Ananias, and Sapphira came into the church to lie. When Peter was filled with the kingdom of God, when the two came in to lie, God killed them right away. If you go into Old Testament, when the high priest walked into the Ark of the Covenant, the, 
The priests stayed out of in the second level, but they tied a rope around the ankle with a bell on the end of it. If the high priest did not do everything that God told him to do, when he walked into the presence of God, God killed him immediately. So the high priest knew you couldn't come into the presence of God unless you did exactly what God told you to do. So when they heard the bell stop ringing, they knew God killed the high priest. So they pulled him out by the rope. So whenever the presence of God is in the church, all this garbage is not happening. And if you look at the church today, all the sex and the molestation and the homosexuality, because the spirit of God is not in the church today. Why? Because we're in a broad and wide way. And it's the wrong key, which is the wrong gospel that is on display today in the church of Jesus Christ today. But this day, God is putting things in order. Acts 15, 15 and 9. And put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, this is Peter talking. In the church at Jerusalem. Now, therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? Peter is bearing witness with the Holy Ghost. Why are you putting this yoke on the disciples, which neither we nor our fathers were able to bear? So Peter is not agreeing with this gospel. They're saying that to add the law of Moses with Jesus Christ. Verse 11, Acts 15, 11, But we believe that through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved. There's two laws. The law of grace and mercy and the law of Moses. You got to be in one or the other. But Christianity combines them, which still keeps the spirit of Christ out of the people in the church. As long as you're in the broad and wide way, you cannot get the spirit of Christ in your heart. Thus, you cannot have eternal life. Acts 15 and 12. Then all the multitude kept silence gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrote among the Gentiles by them. And after they had held their peace, James answered. Remember last week, we, there's a new character enters in to the melee of all this talky-talky in the church. Jesus' half-brother James. And after they had held their peace, James answered, said, Men and brethren, Hearken unto me. Now we know God's order was the apostle to the Gentiles is Paul. The apostle to the Jews is Peter. Who put James in charge? This small sect of the Pharisees needed a front man. The front man is James for this gospel that is coming by the Pharisees. Remember in Matthew 16 and 6, Jesus warned the disciples, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees need a front man with the credentials to take over the church at Jesus, church of Jesus Christ, of the church at Jerusalem and the church at Antioch. James is the front man. Matthew, uh, Acts 15 and 14, Simeon 
have declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And to this agree, the words of the prophets, as it is written, James is preaching, but God did not put him in the order to run his mouth in the church of Jerusalem. He's totally out of order. And what you see in the churches today, people are not staying in their call. Why? Because the spirit of Christ is missing. Why? Because we're in the wrong gospel. The title of the lesson is Christianity, the false gospel revealed. Acts 15 and 15. And to disagree, the words of the prophets, as it is written, after this I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof. I will set it up that the residue of men might seek after the Lord and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, said the Lord, who does it all these things. This is James preaching. He's out of order. Known unto God are all the, his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore, my sentence is, now James is adding a brand new order to the church of Jesus Christ. And the, all the apostles in the whole church joins it on one accord. They kicked the gospel of God out and they brought in the gospel of Satan, which is the Judeo-Christian doctrine. Acts 15, 19, wherefore my sentence is that we trouble not them which from among the Gentiles are turned to God, but that we write unto them that they are stained from pollution of idols, from fornication, from things strangled, from blood, for Moses of old time have in every city them that preach him, being read of the synagogue every Sabbath day. Then pleased it the apostles and elders with the whole church, they on one accord to send chosen men of their own to Antioch, company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, surnamed Barnabas, Silas, chief men among the brethren. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. The apostles and elders and brethren send greetings unto the brethren which are at of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Sicilia. For as much we have heard that certain men went out from us, from us have troubled you with words subverting your soul, saying ye must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. They were on one accord with the apostles and the whole church, to accept what James, whose foundation was the Pharisees. They sent it out, they accepted, the Spirit of God had to leave the church of Jesus Christ. Now, let's go to Peter real quick and see what Peter says in 1 Peter. What Peter says, I'm a Christian, if he said in the figure of the baptism. Okay. 1 Peter 4 and 15. But let known of you suffer as murderers or as thieves or as evildoers or as busybody in other men's matter. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. If it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey the gospel of God, that obey not the gospel of God? So now at the end of Peter, we see that Christianity entered into the church. We've seen the beginning. 
Now it subdued the church at Jerusalem and all the Gentile churches even to this day. We're in the wrong gospel. You've been listening to Pastor Andre of Truth Ministries. Let me make it clear what the time is that we have to deal with, saints. The time has come that God is revealing the true gospel. We at Truth Ministries are a ministry not to bring you out of your ministries and follow us. We are a ministry that is sounding the bell. Investigate your salvation. 1 John 4 says, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirit with the spirit to see if it is of God. Investigate your religion. Investigate your church. Try the spirit. In Greek means test the spirit. We are here to give you the information of the Bible. To take it back to your secret closet and to your God and ask your God, reveal this to me. That you begin a personal relationship with the right spirit. There are three voices that are talking to us daily. The voice of Christ, the voice of Satan, and it's your voice. All three voices sound like yours. These are spirits communicating with us daily to drive you down the straight and narrow path or to drive your life down the broad and wide path. That's why Paul said, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And with as truth ministries, we have been ordained by the Most High to show you directly from the Bible for you to investigate for yourself. Look in the word for yourself. We investigate general contractors, heating contractors, auto mechanics by different websites to check people out. We investigate doctors. We investigate lawyers. We investigate bankers and money market. We investigate everybody to see if they are on the up and up, but we are not investigating the soul. Investigate the people that are in charge of your soul. We at Truth Ministries, we have a, a long list of who we are, what we're about, who I am, where I am, what I came from, who am I, who is my wife, who is Truth Ministry? Investigate us. Try the Spirit with the Spirit to see if it is of God. Check us out at www.truthministries.info. Go to our webpage. Go to the one, first, second, and third page. Check us out. We're on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud.com. We're on television, cable channel 36 in Chicago. Investigate your salvation by the word of God. I'm Pastor Andre Matthews, Truth Ministries. Until next time, be blessed.